John Fitch here. How's everybody doing? Ah, another beautiful Sunday night. I'm going to do another little uh, consult show. We did one a little bit ago. And uh, I was trying to have <clears throat> John on from Modern Life Dating. But he was tied up. We might do a off-schedule show tomorrow, maybe, depending. But he's got his pandemic pickup course coming up again. And uh, I thought we would do a, um, a unsoy yourself show today. So I've got the um, link in the chat. If any of you guys are brave enough to actually come on the show and ask a question, make sure you have it fairly decent uh, Wi-Fi connection or landline if you're going to uh, come on. But yeah, you don't have to show your face. I guess you can just talk if you want to. But I'll open things up for you guys to ask some questions. Sing a song. Should sing a song? Let's sing a song. All right, guys. You guys uh, think about your questions. The link's in the chat. Let's do it. I know it sounds funny, but I just can't stand the pain. Girl, I'm leaving you tomorrow. Seems to me, girl, you know I've done all I can. See, I big stole and I borrowed. Yeah, that's why I'm easy. I'm easy like Sunday morning. That's why I'm easy. I'm easy like Sunday chains on me. I paid my dues just to make it. Everybody wants me to be what they want me to be. I'm not happy when I Sunday morning. I 
Faith No More. You guys big fans? That's the way we do it, man. It's Sunday evening, Sunday night, but we're still easy. We're still easy because we do the hard work, folks. We do the hard work. And when you do the hard work, a lot of things get easier. They get easier. Not easy. Nothing ever gets easy, just easier. Vincent Joyce, man, in the sauna, it's a good place to be. I haven't got my portable sauna out in a little while. I'm still at that point where I still get the uh, I still get the flashbacks. I still get the weight cutting flashbacks. It's like numb. You can't uh, you can't get, go back to the jungle sometimes. You need some space. But I'll get back. I'll get back into the sauna eventually. Uh, <clears throat> so I wanted to uh, open up the show again today to get some mother grabbing uh, questions, comments. Okay, because there's a lot of people out there who want a better life, but they don't know how to get there. And I think there's a massive cope going on with a lot of people about, oh, um, it's good enough. I'll just take it. Uh, it's okay. And um, you don't have to put up with it. You don't have to. You don't have to comply with a shitty life. You have options. Okay. You have options. One of those options is to get jacked, work out. Okay. I have a free resistance band course up on Gumroad. I may put a, uh, a lifting one together to show you what I do with the iron. Because I don't look like normal people. I don't look like the normal uh, gym bros. I don't have all the usual... Uh, ways of doing things. I got my own way to do it because I had to find the way that I lift. I had to discover it and create it because I'm a martial artist and I train a lot. I trained a lot and I'm busy using my body a lot throughout the day. And it wasn't a positive thing in my life to lift like I was a football player or a bodybuilder because it didn't matter if I was, you know, tearing down a muscle group severely so that it, it built back up to look good. I needed uh, to be strong and functional, and I needed to be able to still go to my other workouts. A lot of times when you're fighting, you don't have seasons because you have a fight camp. You have just your fight camp training. You have your recovery type training stuff after fight camp. And then you have your skill set training, which is the things uh, you, you do, the training you do to, in order to upgrade what you're good at. You want to get better at your uh, your jiu-jitsu, you get better at your striking, your boxing, wrestling, whatever. That's what you focus on in between training camps. Okay? But you don't have the preseason the way that most other sports work. So you have to continually uh, be training and improving yourself all the time. And I find that it was difficult. It was difficult for me to lift and get strong, you know, far ahead of, you know, a fight schedule or something with a, with a you know, preseason, no preseason. Uh, and then, you know, lifting, getting strong before fight camp starts and then you stop lifting or you cut back lifting and try to maintain. That was too hard too. 
So I came up with my own system for, for fighting. I have different splits on things. I have different reps and everything. But what I did is I found what worked for what I needed. I needed something to maintain my strength. And with that strength, I uh, was able to still, with that strength maintenance, I was still able to hit all of my other workouts. I may be a little bit tired or a little bit sore from the lifts, but it wasn't the same as if I was, I was, I was lifting in a way that a bodybuilder or football player, the way I used to in, in college. Okay. Cause when we, I wrestled in college at Purdue, like our, our coach, our lifting coach was the football head, head football coach, uh, lifting program coach, strength conditioning coach. So we lifted the same, pretty much the same way that the football players did. We did the same lifts and looking back on it, like he was great at what he did. But like he was not, it was not good for us to lift the way that we were lifting. It wasn't. I can see that now. It was not. It was not beneficial, because we, you know, we were we were doing these these heavy lifts and and uh, you know stacking things together that were just guys ended up skipping a lot of the lifts or going super light or just doing a couple sets and then rushing out or just filling things in and, and leaving because they didn't want to get super beaten up or they're already beat up from wrestling practice and, and doing the lift. So I had to, um, I had to find something on my own. When I started fighting, I, I was lifting, but then I, I realized that there just weren't enough hours in the day for me to recover and do all the other lifts I had to, as I, I had so much to learn. I had so much to learn. Jiu-jitsu was a ton. I was doing that like twice a day and fight training. And then I had to learn striking and all that stuff. So it was just too much and I ended up stopping and me stopping for a while, um, I think led to more injuries. And then I tried the vegan thing that made my body really weak, I broke my body down a lot. I wasn't lifting either then. So, you know, I had the protein out of my body and I wasn't lifting to make myself strong. So then I started having just injury after injury after injury, nagging things that just wouldn't go away. And I stopped. Or I, I, I realized I needed to um, get back on the meat, and I realized I needed to get myself strong. I needed to lift again. And uh, for anything, it was more even for injury prevention. I needed to stay strong throughout the fight camp in order to, to fight and not get injured. So that was a big uh, part of it. But, yeah, I have a blog post, johnfish.net, on, on lifting, lifting for martial arts and life because I think that, even though I'm retired now, I still live the same way because I don't want to spend, I don't want to spend two hours in the gym or an hour and a half in the gym and then be sore, super sore the next day and have to take the whole day off or whatever. So I end up uh, lifting more often, but for shorter periods of time. We got one question in here. You should call him and links in the chat guys, links in the chat. Don't be scared. Don't be scared to call in and ask a question. Okay. I'm putting it, I'm putting it in there again for you goofs that might be a little scared. Okay. Uh, make sure you're liking, hitting the like button and sharing this uh, to everybody that you can. We got more likes and viewers. I think I'm getting silenced by the uh, overlords. So make sure you're sharing stuff, guys. Make sure you're sharing this to people. Uh, but Hybrid Ninja is asking, how many days a week did you do strength and conditioning in fight camp? So uh, back in 2013, it was before the Eric Silva fight that I got back on 
lifting and I started to um, started to lift six days a week. Okay. And I, I've, I haven't stopped since, since 2013, I've lifted in the same way. I do variations of lifts, but it's the same type of movement, same type of thing. For example, on Mondays, I do either incline bench, decline bench, weighted dips, or, um, yeah, or you can switch those up with dumbbells, like dumbbell bench, incline, decline. I don't do the flat bench because flat bench is not real great on your shoulders. And if you're not trying to be competitive at benching, you might want to go decline or incline a little bit just to take it easier on yourself. <clears throat> but yeah, so, uh, but yeah, it was six days a week, but my lifts, I only lift, um, four exercises at the most. I'm only going to do four exercises at the most. And if I'm doing all that at a good pace, I'm only going to lift for about 35 minutes, 45 minutes at the most especially if I don't have to wait on equipment. And um, I think it was just better. I still think it's better. I, I still have a good physique. I'm in good shape. My strength is going up. I've been putting on weight, but I'm still lifting the same way. Some days, because I don't have as much physical output that I have to do, I will increase the amount of sets I do or I'll increase reps on certain things. That's the only adjustment I've made, but that that's specifically because I'm trying to, I'm trying to get bigger. I'm trying to, I want to be a heavyweight. I want to see if I can be heavyweight. And uh, we'll see. We'll see what I can get to by the end of the year. And if I want to take a heavyweight fight just for shits and giggles, because I fought it well through weight. I fought at 185. I fought at 205. So I fought it. Uh, yeah. Fought a few weight classes. So I think it'd be funny to, to fight. <laughs> Another time, but heavyweight thing. I was also thinking about grappling stuff. The um, the neck is an issue, though. Upper thoracic is an issue. I've got to see if uh, I can get that taken care of a little better. But yeah, so I lifted six days a week, but they're short lifts, and it's the same stuff that I'm showing in the Gum Road course, free course right? A free gumroad course for uh, strength and conditioning or, or uh, resistance band training. Where did I put that? Let's see if I can. Uh, put that in the link also for you guys. Okay. I'll let you check it out. But this is a free one course on gum road okay um but that is the same list same premise same idea but you can use the rubber bands you can get those rubber bands for like 35 to 55 dollars on uh, amazon you got no excuse you can you can put those uh bands with you anywhere you could you know do sets in between brushing your teeth and putting on clothes you can you can um put them near the kitchen while you're cooking food or whatever. You can do them in the living room while you're watching TV. You know, those resistance bands are very, very handy and they work pretty well. I do a mix now of uh, iron and rubber 
together while I'm lifting because then I get variety in my lifts, even though I'm only doing the same type of lifts over and over and over again. If I want to hit something in a different way and confuse the muscle a little bit, push it a little bit, I'll, I'll throw the bands in there. Sometimes I'll, I'll mix the bands with the uh, iron at the same time. You know, I'll do the straight bar curls and I'll have I'll have a rubber band that I'm standing with, too. And so I got a straight bar curl and rubber band working against me. Excellent. It's an excellent uh, workout. We'll push you for sure. Uh, variation. We got a question here from Simon. He says variation of full body every day. OK, if cutting. So cutting for me, cutting weight is the last it's the last element of the weight cut, which is going to be the last night before weigh-ins or the day of weigh-ins. So you shouldn't be, uh, I don't know what variations you're going to be doing in that time frame. Cutting shouldn't take any longer than those two days. The actual cut where you're like, okay, I'm time, I'm done to drop weight. Uh, also fight week. If you know, I make restrictions. If you get my book, wake up Bible, if you make the restrictions, um, that you need to that week in order to get your get your weight down to where it needs to be. Right? I'm gonna put another link up in here for that book. If you're doing those things to get your body to the right weight, that's a little bit of a weight cut, but it's not the sweating part of the cut. That's just, you're prepping for the cut at that point. You're getting, getting the carbs out, you're getting the sugar out, you're getting that stuff out so that you can cut the water weight. Cause that's what the cut really refers to is you're cutting out the water. You're cutting the water from your body to make yourself lighter overall. Um, yeah. We got another question here from hybrid ninja. So were you recruited to cage fighting from college wrestling? No, I, I started fighting and then I was kind of recruited by Zinkin Entertainment, by Dwayne Zinkin. Uh, but that was, um, that was like just genius kind of stuff on his part, what he, he was doing. He was an All-American collegiate wrestler at Fresno State. And he loved fighting and thought that wrestlers would do awesome in fighting. So he's like, I want to manage these guys. I want to help these guys out. I want to give uh, college wrestlers a path after school to make money. And he started calling universities and the coaches and people that he knew uh, because he had a little bit of pull because people knew who he was a little bit and started asking coaches like, hey, man, I'm doing this thing. I'm going to help fighters out. Do you have any guys who are interested in fighting? Well, he called he called he called uh, Purdue University and Tom Erickson took his call and um, we got introduced after a while that, that happened. So. It's not exactly recruiting, but he was he was looking for talent. He was looking for guys who were interested in, in scouting, so to, so to speak. Yeah, man, you said it. Don't be scared, guys. The link is in the chat. Don't be a puss. Okay, I'm giving you a opportunity to ask questions that I normally charge people for. Okay, I normally will charge people to get my expert opinions on stuff because I am known by you guys mostly for fighting, but I am an even better coach. I'm a way better coach. Hybrid Ninja's right. You're asking questions too and not hitting the link. Hybrid Ninja, you get on here, ask a question. 
Mm. MMA Press Room says he's been accused of lifting before, but generally speaking, I can only do it for so long before I get tired of the beating it puts on my body. I can I can uh, see where you're coming from on that 100% because that was one of the things like I couldn't I couldn't tear my body line because the bodybuilding approach is to tear tear yourself down. You, you you can't build yourself up and get extra jacked if you're not destroying your muscles. That's kind of how it works. But it's, it's counterproductive if you're trying to learn jujitsu. If you have to go to jujitsu twice a day in order to get you know elevated to a point where you can fight better, you can't destroy your chest and shoulders on Monday. It, and be like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to learn my jujitsu now. I'm going to go and do striking now. So I found what I think is much better because I don't get tired of it. I know my body doesn't get beat up. Like I took this week off from lifting because my, my upper back is bothering me. And, uh, I, like I pulled something. So like my cough and whatever, I don't know even how I did it. I might've been stretching wrong even, but, uh, I just wanted to give it a rest because putting weight on it and other stuff irritated. So sometimes you just got to listen to your body and step back. So that's what I did this week. But I've been lift. I lift all the time. I don't get tired of it because I can just change it. I was like, ah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do the decline bench today. So I'll, I'll get, okay, let's, let's get the dips. Let's do some dips with some weighted dips on here. Get the plates and the chain belt and put that together. So I have varieties of the same types of exercises that I can do a lot of. And those are awesome, man. Man, is this a real thing? Is Mike Kyle, Mike Kyle fighting Aaron Brink? Aaron Brink? Or is that an old an old poster? It's Mike. Mike's in Vegas, I think. I don't know. Last I heard he was like DJing. Aaron Brink was a porn star, I think. <laughs> he was a porn star. And uh, yeah, he was fighting too. Am I wrong? You see the one that was a, there was somebody back in the day who did porn and was fighting. Because we fought on the same card. If you read my book, The uh, uh, Failing Upward Death by Ego, there's a bit in there where I fought in a show called Venom, and it was an illegal show in in uh, L.A., and it was in a sound studio. And they, they got around the law because they said it was a production, and they were filming a production. So it was like, oh, these are just stuntmen. We're just doing this thing. But they didn't tell them that it was uh, the fights weren't pre premeditated or prefixed. So. They, they skirted that. And Aaron, I think it was Aaron Brink was there and he had a couple of the porn star girls with him. And one of, I think our guy fought him. And they were like either in front or behind us, I can't remember. But like one of the girls was definitely like pleasuring herself while we were waiting to get uh, announced. And it was quite the scene, you must say, I must say. Right, another comment here from Hybrid Ninja. So I used to lift daily until I started training MMA, jiu-jitsu, and kickboxing. It's way more fun. Yeah, it, it is more fun, but you need both. Lifting is going to make you better at those other things. They just are. You're going to get injured less. Your, your muscles are going to be stronger. You're going to be more solid. You're going to have more bone density. Your life is going to be better overall long term. You need to lift. You need to unsoy yourself. And lift. Well, you're already boxing and stuff, so you're unsoiled. But it don't don't think that you don't need it. And it doesn't have to be heavy weights 
Okay. I had the resistance band course I shared with you in the links right, or in the, in the chat, right? You can do that. You just need some type of resistance training. I say this all the time on my, on my uh, Instagram, but like gravity is trying to kill you. Gravity is trying to pull you down into the dirt, pull you down into your grave. If you are not fighting against gravity, if you're not lifting weights or doing some form of resistance training, even if it's body weight stuff, I, I have a, uh, Enigmatic Elephant, one of our, our regulars from way back in the shake breaks, he does body weight stuff. He's like 195, handstand push-ups, all kinds of stuff like that. Excellent. You don't have to do heavy squats. You know, it's not powerlifting stuff isn't what you have to do. But you do need resistance training. Get it. Yeah. All right. Soul. Soul love. Says, uh, always enjoyed your uploads. Man, so down to earth and a smart guy. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you share this with your friends. Tell them to watch. I need to get back to into shape. Bad, always pick up good tips from your videos. Awesome. Thanks to be here. If you need more, I'm available for coaching also. You could ask a question here, not just on the screen. But I've got the link in the chat. Tune in, guys. Come, come and join me. I got a little bit of Aviki uh, uh, Harmony right here. It's my favorite whiskey. I took a break from uh, booze and weed for a while this summer to see if it was messing with my productivity. It didn't. <laughs> so I think I'm going to uh, have a little taste, a finger or two here and there when I want. Um, but yeah, man, I'm available for. Uh, un unfucking yourself, really. You know, that's what it is. Unfucking yourself. Everybody needs a coach. Doesn't matter what you're trying to get better at. Life is a thing. Uh, I don't want to say I'm a life coach, but like I am an unfuck yourself coach. I'll help you get on point, right? I'll help you get get in better shape, look better. I can even help you dress better and and uh, date better. Just ask the questions. You can ask them for free here now. Or you can book a consultation. Okay. Spark is asking if I have any advice on standing fireman carry throw. Um, well, what are you using it for? A standing fireman carry throw? Like, it's going to be a very difficult situation to get to. Okay. Because if you're picking up someone your own size, a standing fireman there's going to be a little bit of lifting in there. Are you going to hit the fireman from your knees and stand up? Um, yeah, it's going to be difficult. I mean, if you're a judo guy and you want to do that, okay. But uh, it's something I would say is probably going to be primarily a sport-related technique. And... Um, Man, it seems like there's going to be a lot of strength involved if you're going to stand up. You might as well just hit a traditional fireman's carry. I need more context on where you're trying to use this at. You hit the sleep last time. Are you the, are you the only guy that came on last time we did the show and had the guts to talk? Do it again, man. Just do it. You can be the regular. Uh, courage is contagious. Contagious. I can't speak. Courage is contagious. Yes, these dudes are scared. They are scared. Let's go, guys. Come on. 
Yeah, I think it was Brink. I think it was Aaron Brink. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Aaron Brink is fighting uh, someone. I saw a flyer. Mike Kyle is DJing, but I saw on his IG on his training. Okay. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's interesting that uh, Aaron Brink, I haven't heard that name in a while, man. That's some old school MMA back then, man. That I mean, he was fighting back before I was. I think he's probably he's probably got some bare knuckle MMA fights. No holds barred. Back when they were still calling it no holds barred. That's how you know you're you're old in this game, man. You fought in those times. Corey, what's up, buddy? You got a question? Use the link. Come and uh, say hi. You guys haven't seen you for a little bit. Let's uh, have you come on talk some shit. Talk some shit. Let's do it. Um, yeah, guys. So one of the things I've been doing uh, is I've been running a men's group here, guys, uh, the Smash Society. I don't know if you guys have heard me talk about it. I need to push the stuff I do a lot more. Um, but, yeah, the Smash Society is my... men's group okay and it's cheap just to get in to talk about the red pill stuff and all that stuff um there's some lifting stuff on there too but um i have a lot of local guys not a lot. We have 10 total members right now, but we have some local guys. And I, I try to do a monthly meetup with everybody here, right? And that's everybody who's in the $1 base per month category. But then uh, for the $10 tier, uh, I'm going to do um, – I need to change the thing out of the describer. But I'm going to be uh, putting more fight stuff up there, self-defense and the, – and, uh, workout training, all that stuff, right? So I want to build a group of guys who uh, you don't have to be in the Bay Area, but I want guys who are, are more red pill who also want to learn violence. They want to learn how to uh, defend themselves, defend families, have more confidence, unfuck their lives. Um, so that is something that is available to you guys. If you're in the Bay Area, especially or have friends in the Bay Area, uh, it could definitely be something for you. And, um, yeah, I'm going to be working on that. I, I'm also going to start uh, a weekly class in the uh, in San Jose here for self-defense. Um, I'll have more on that. Follow the, follow the Twitter and the Instagram stuff. I'll have more on that this week. should be the first one on, on uh, Thursday. I got to double check, make sure space is available and everything's good. But it'll be Thursday nights, 630 uh, at a location downtown San Jose. So if you're around, come and check it out. I may even do like some of them like free <laughs> at first just to get some people in there uh, or do discounted prices for people to get in there. We'll see what's going on. But I want to get that going because, um, yeah, dude, there's just there's too many soft people out there. I'm tired of it. And 
uh, I can help make you hard. And I'd rather hang out with people who are at least working to be harder. I'm tired of the soft. I'm tired of the softness everywhere. I've had enough of it. Okay. So uh, check check out Smash Society if you get a chance. And um, I'm open to suggestions with, with um, direction and things we're doing. I got some nice uh, graphics here. Path to masculine excellence. That's it, buddy. Right there, masculine, masculine shit. Doing it right, doing the masculine shit right. We may not get to uh, have much authority in today's age. We have authority over ourselves, so we're gonna do some cool shit. Drink whiskey, learn how to fight, and uh, date lots of hot chicks. It's a good life. It's a good life. You can do it. You can do it. All right, we got a uh, question here. You guys, I'm telling you, man, links in the chat. Please pop in. Ask a question live, man. Let's do it. You guys can do it. You got the guts. You can handle it. Ask your questions. Uh, CG is asking, John, my kids will go to Carol. Uh, my middle child is the kid to watch. I was D1 baseball player. My dad was MLB. Really happy to hear you're from Fort Wayne. Awesome. I'm glad that you have uh, a good legacy your kids can look, can look up to. That's cool. And um, Carol's a good school. Although I talked to my friend uh, this past week, and he's saying that Northwest uh, Allen County, they're doing some uh, really uh, lame soy mask stuff there's a lot of mask people who are um running things and parents aren't happy people aren't happy and this is like indiana man it's crazy uh he said that the the head guy is kind of a turd people don't like him and i hope they band together and get rid of him you shouldn't let these people have this uh tyrannical control over your children it's ridiculous we just started this thing in, in California that they're talking about forcing vaccines on people. Luckily, the kids are at a private school, but I don't trust that private school not to like follow suit because they're already making them wear masks outside of school. They go outside of their classroom. They still have to wear a mask. I think it's stupid. Oh, we just had Vincent Joyce pop on and he popped off. Where'd you go? Pop back on. We had we had a caller. I didn't get to him fast enough. Call back again. Call back again. Get back in on chat, man. All right, here we go. Let's see. My man Vincent has an excellent book. Yo. What's up, stud? What is going on? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm in the I'm in the sauna, so this is probably creepy. Oh, it's yeah, you got a little face. This is good for Halloween. <laughs> Halloween it's a Halloween show. What's up, man? So I I'll, I won't bother. I won't keep. I won't stay on long. But I wanted to ask you, when are you going to get involved with kids wrestling? That's what you need to do next, man. Well, that's the thing too. Those uh, I'm I'm stuck in. I'm in the Bay Area, and you got a garage. I do, but I also have like my competition is Daniel Cormier. All right. You know, yeah. so like I I have direct competition with like my friends if I start doing 
a, a buddy a wrestling you know school or wrestling whatever so it's like I, I don't I don't know and like it's not a bad idea well you'd be great at it and I'm dude I don't have to tell you like those guys do all right yeah wrestling clubs I mean anything yeah. with kids if you, you can have you know you can get 30 40 kids in a club and you're charging parents you know monthly that yeah. you can't have a lot of a lot of uh success with that for sure well it's not like when you and i were kids though either there weren't i don't know about you but where, where i'm from there was not a lot of kids clubs right that was not a thing and now it's fucking huge now there's, huge. A, there's a lot more the internet has brought a lot more people together a lot more eyes on wrestling we had we had some school clubs around um you know most schools had their own club and it was mostly just kids showing up to do freestyle you know uh off season and we would find guys to work with and go to different clubs. But yeah, there's much bigger clubs popping up. I think there's even one in Fort Wayne where I'm from. Uh, that's a more of a massive club that has a lot more people from other schools that come to one place. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. And you were just talking about the mass, you know, we wore mass for about 30 days. Our kids were wrestling. They never skipped a fucking beat. We lost, we didn't make state. You know, I'm talking 18 months ago, right? We didn't have state, but then we immediately were wrestling in Oklahoma, Iowa, Nebraska, South Dakota. You know, we never skipped a beat. Right. So it's been so weird. And I know I've said this to you in the chat before, but I, it's so weird. We're all living in different fucking parallel yeah, universe. 100%. Oh, he, he lost his connection. But he is 100% correct with that uh, statement. You go from state to state, it's a completely different place. It's a hundred percent different, different uh, atmosphere. The way that people are acting, um, the rules that are enforced, and how they're enforced, completely different. You go from country to country; it's the same thing too. You see all the pictures and crap from Afghanistan. It wasn't a single mask worn, other than the hajib by the women. There weren't. They weren't talking about vaccines or vax clinics or passports. It didn't exist there. And then you go to fast forward to Australia. I've got detention camps. <laughs> you may have been exposed because one guy got it somewhere and it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And it's really hard to take this up seriously. Seriously. I think we uh, have passed, we've passed a certain point, I think, and things are going to start lightening up because people are had enough. There's enough, um, there's a enough stuff that's just incongruent with all of it that, you know, it, it, people are pushing back. People don't want to do this anymore. Even, even vaccinated people who, uh, who are fine, don't want to deal with, um, passport garbage. So people are protesting, people are pushing back. I don't think it's going to continue much longer. I think by next summer, this is done. We're done. People are over it. Uh, yes, do it. Unload your truck and get back over here. Hey, Arnold. All right. Adam has a question here. He says, uh, first thing you would do to rehab a shoulder exercise to bulletproof the shoulder. Uh, uh, anytime I've had shoulder injuries, the rotator cuff. Okay. I'm not a personal trainer, but like the rotator cuff um, or a uh, therapist. But the rotator cuff exercises, these ones, that one's outside, over the head. 
those are all uh, really good exercises to do um, because you get the little the little support muscles, little connection muscles. I think stretching those muscles are also going to be uh, helpful into preventing shoulder injuries. Uh, a lot of body weight stuff, um, doing stuff uh, with rings helps a lot. I think all of those things uh, can definitely help with the shoulder, bulletproof the shoulder. We got another call here. Look at this guy. All you dressed up for the show. Marvelous. Yo, how's my sound? Sounds great. Cool, cool, cool. Awesome. How you been, man? I'm great, dude. What's up? Nothing much, man. Trying to survive California. Bro, I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Yeah. At least you got, I think it's, you're in a better, better part. It's more, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm sunnier, not near the, sunnier, I'm more not near the, yeah. I'm not near the, uh, hot spot of the, uh, yeah. Gestapo necessarily. But there's a lot more, it's more, uh, it's more, I wouldn't know if the word, uh, conservative, I don't like the word conservative, but it's more right leaning, uh, in, in, uh, San Diego. Yeah, the big hub is definitely in like the Huntington Beach, Long Beach, Orange County area. And then it Huntington, drifts a little Huntington bit Beach down here. My, yeah, Huntington Beach is yeah. my favorite place. San Diego is number two in California. Yeah. The thing about San Diegans is we're just more, they're more passive. So it's like, it, how can that's I explain? The, well, that's the problem with most most right wing or, or I want to say right wing, like conservative types is like they just want yeah. to be left alone. Right. They just like God. Just do what you want to do. Just do it over there. Leave me alone. But then, like, after a while, like everything gets taken away, and they're getting forced into these situations. And oh, they're for still, sure. They're still not pulling the trigger on on protesting or fighting back or doing whatever. Like we locked down here in San Diego for a little bit. It was probably three months, and a lot of people after like two weeks were just, or even four weeks were just like, eh. And then it slowly trickled away, and now it's to the point where like it doesn't even matter. Like none of that stuff's going on anymore. Yeah, I, so. I took the kids down to LA for Disney World in Anaheim, and we stayed in a place that was in Orange County. And we went out to a Dave and Buster's, and like I had our masks in the pockets and whatever. And like we go into the Dave and Buster's, and like nobody had a mask on. I was like, this is crazy. I was like, this place is awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. It's so crazy too because I could have sworn, and I mean I saw this coming, but with the whole recall. It was a big it was a big movement. I think we talked about this too like when even during the election. Even the, during the election, bro, I was up in LA doing some training. I uh went and got a certification in um what's it called? How can I forget? <laughs> it's where you're you're a security guard for like high level people, right? Oh, okay. It was pretty awesome. It was 2 months we lived in the house like we were doing combatives training every day plus uh like firearms training and all that good stuff, right? And the, I forgot which day it was. I think it might have been the last day. Like I came home or it was like weekend that we were finishing up and I started bringing some things back. And there was a huge rally for, for Trump supporters, right? And I'm telling you, all the way from Dana Point, maybe even a little bit further up north, all the way down to San Diego, the, the first lane of the freeway of the five was back-to-back -back traffic of people with Trump flags. Every single freaking overpass dude had somebody there or a shit ton mm -hmm. of people with Trump flags. Mm -hmm. It was insane. It was insane. I've never, ever seen a turnout like that ever. I heard, so all these people were coming to the Bay here in San Diego, right? Coronado and stuff. Boats galore covered in Trump stuff. Like, dude, I'm talking, this had to be a couple million mm -hmm. people. 
I, yeah. I, and then that turned out that way. And then the same thing just yeah. happened with this election too, with this recall election. Bro, yep. they called that shit five minutes after the polls closed. They said, oh yeah, Newsom won. It's, and it's it's so funny too because I don't know if you saw this so exactly two weeks after he gets gets by on this recall what's he doing now mandating all these fucking kids get get vaxxed yep it's it's insane pull the, it's, pull it's, the biggest it's, bullshit out it's yeah dude There's the idea anybody arguing that mail in voting is a good idea you're retarded you're a retarded person oh we need to make <laughs> it easier like no it, it, like there needs to be Make it easier to vote, yes, but like make it more secure because mail in voting is bullshit. It's hundred percent bullshit. You have no idea who got that envelope and opened it. You have no way of checking. I mean, I think you know where my point stands on this whole thing. I'm no longer a fan of democracy in general. I talked about well, this. I'm I'm, in- a, I'm pretty big. I I don't think we've ever had a legitimate election. I even think Trump was something that they they allowed. I agree. I think they, I agree. they allowed it. One hundred percent with you. Create, they wanted to create more division. Division, yes, create, exactly. They wanted to he was uh, the others. What do they call it? They call it a uh, opposed op- or controlled opposition. Controlled opposition. Right? That's the, but I don't even know if he knew it. He was just a bumbling guy, who 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 wanted to wanted do his whatever. legacy. Yeah, sure. wanted his legacy. Wanted to do whatever. But like they used him just like they use everybody else. Mm-hmm. And 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 how much. Harder would it have been for them to do what they're doing now if Clinton would have won the election? I people think it would have been way harder at that point in time for sure. Yeah, because, because people we would have still... been people because people would have been by the end of her her time as president, people would have been tired of her. They would have mm-hmm. been sick and tired of her. And then all of the people who are anti-Trump would have been doing the anti, you know, establishment stuff like they're doing with Obama at the end of his at the end of his uh, reign. Yeah. So like they wouldn't have had the the split because that's what it is now is a lot of these people are pro vaccine or pro jab because it's anti-trump yeah and it's pro institution yep this if they go against the institution because you got to think about this we've had this conversation before these are well, all people well, the elect- they're, they're all pro the establishment election, because the, once, the election yeah. of trump turned 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 the establishment was anti-Trump. So like everybody who's anti-Trump is now for establishment. So they like trick these people into it. The other thing too, is they have to go with the science because all these people have been groomed by going to college. Yes. So if they go against people that have college degrees, what's that say about their degrees? And that means they're part of the elite. That's yep. what, that's what the biggest trick was with all this yes. giving, giving every average Joe a degree. This is why, you know, um, yep. Kevin Samuels has that joke. I'm a PhD. All, it's well seen, right? Because all these people, they use that uh, degree as a belief system that they've now reached a higher echelon of status in society. So now if they go against people that have these degrees and say, oh, it's the science, what does it say about their stuff? What's yeah. it, they're going against their their uh, yeah. their strata that they believe that they belong to, but they have no clue. 100%. Like, you're not part of the fucking well, it's, strata. It's, it's, it's the whole, <laughs> it's the whole uh, you know... You, you have approved authorities and right? we have the approved authorities because they're approved because they went through the schooling that we went through. So they must know what they're talking about because they have the same type of degree I have. We went to the same school. Right. Absolutely insane. Um, so I've been talking a lot more about fighting too, ever since all this stuff came down. I mean, we, we used to always talk about this too before, but man, I'll tell you what, it is really hard to get people who, uh, who don't desire it, 
who don't desire to go into the gauntlet, mm -hmm. um, who, who are fearful of, of the pain and looking like an idiot and all the stuff that goes along with walking in the door. It's like, it's, go, it, go and, along, and, you know, get along to go along, go along to get along, whatever. And I hate to say this, but that's what I've been trying to tell people for the last year and a half on my channel is like, you know, I backed off of the game stuff for a little while and all that shit. Cause I sat there and I said, yo, the shit coming down the pike, like my spidey sense is picked up, right? Being a fucking Marine, going to war, all this other shit, having some sort of survival instinct. I'm like, yo, we need to change the tune a bit, man. Like, guys, you don't need to be worrying about girls so much right now. You need to be more worried about not like, being thrown into a, a sick sickness camp like they're doing in Australia. They have oh, tent cities. They have a tent city uh, where they can you, you fucking off. believe this shit? Dude? Unbelievable. Can you believe this shit? It's mind blowing. And they're, and they're selling like it to people. Their pants. They're, yeah, they're selling it to people like it's like a retreat resort getaway. Oh, it's so good. The government's doing. Bro, have you seen all the shit? Like one thing. I mean, you probably see it being in the MMA world. Like all these dudes going back to fucking uh, Australia and having to sit in a fucking room for two weeks all by themselves and they can't see their family. It's like they're in fucking I've, I've prison. I've seen more. I've seen more uh, stuff of fighters who are fleeing. They're yeah. doing what they can to escape and get out of Australia. God, I hope so. I hope so. Like this whole That's shit with I've, Dan I've Hooker and Volkanovski and stuff. They they'd be Izzy, dude. You, you guys got guys, yeah. They're you like, guys got all this money right now. Pack that. Pack your shit up and fucking come it. over here, bro. Yeah. Like there's a few, don't. There's a few girls from uh, New Zealand and Australia that I follow, and they fight. Same thing. They they escaped. You know, they they got their visas, they got their shit together, so they can get out of the country, and live free. It's wild, man. Ish, ish, right? Like, ish. I mean, even coming here, that's well, a I mean, scary thought too. Here, it's like, here, what here do you do? There, they're they're a lot better off. But oh, for sure. Yeah. But I mean, that's creeping our way for sure, for sure. For I, sure. I think I think we've had a. Uh, I think the tides have turned a little bit. I would I, I would agree that with that, but I think what's happening is again, it, there's always a way for it to be spun. And um, I forgot what I was watching. True. Maybe it was Tim Pool True. or something. I, I think there's too many, too many high-level uh, athletes and performers and stuff have like pushed back. And I think we're going to. I haven't been following that at the all. Surprise, well, the surprise! The uh, surprise hero is going to be Black Lives Matter. You think so, dude? Because they're like, like seventy-four percent of New York City uh, uh, African Americans are unvaxxed. So uh -huh. like, so like. It, it's segregation again. The black people can't For go sure. anywhere in New yeah. York City anymore. So Black Lives Matters is out protesting the the vaccine mandates. Did you see? The, did you see that tweet uh, from it's Black crazy, Lives yeah. Matter to, to Biden, the the Biden administration after he came in? It's like it's been forty three days and we haven't <laughs> we haven't, we haven't heard from you. Yeah. <laughs> Where are they at now? Where's the <laughs> what's the count like, at now? Yeah, when you realize you've been played. Oh, for sure. But I think that the way that they're going to spin it right now is they're going to pit it all on Biden. There's already talks in the works that, you know, uh, Pelosi's going to start pushing some stuff through the House. They're waiting on Kamala to push through for the 25th. So I think that's where the rage is going to get pushed towards is going to start think, to. The prices keep raising, though. So I, there, I don't think there's anything they can do at this point. There's been enough high level people to be like, I don't know about this. I have people who've been sick and hurt and dying. You've got some Veritas uh, leaked conversations and stuff that look make people look bad you know you're gonna see more cramping down on on social media stuff but you know more and more information is coming out i feel like i because I, I was worried it, it seemed like oh this is inevitable we're all we're all fucked 
you know but like mm-hmm. now i'm starting to see little glimpses of like no people have had enough people don't want to do this like i go into places i mean i went to the kids today to eat breakfast somewhere but we forgot we totally forgot our masks so i walked in i was like oh we had our shirts up we're like hey we forgot our masks yeah, we just sorry. outside yeah. and he's like oh don't worry about it you're going to take them off when we sit down anyway so he like yeah, let's no walk the, he let's walk through the whole place in front of everybody without masks on he didn't care like that that whole thing is insane to me too like people really do not understand how viruses work it's not like (laughs) like if we were in a real pandemic (laughs) went to went to go to the bar i take dates to the bar and like we wear a mask into the place and we sit down and we're at a we're at a bar height table so it's like we're sitting face face level with the The same level of that person yeah exactly okay i sat down i can take my mask off and you're safe i'm like we're still like this close to each other talking it's absolute insanity it's absolute insanity it's a full-blown clown world bro that's exactly what it is yeah fuck man i'm gonna address this question this this guy uh simon said uh that would be a great chorus titled uh unfuck yourself well that's that's kind of what i'm offering with my consultations right i'm i'm offering some consultations that will help you unfuck yourself that's what the consultations are for right man yeah, so I, I don't know, man. Uh, I think we've—it's still going to be a long road ahead, but we—we we think I think the worst of the uh, the tyrannical lockdown stuff is maybe behind us. Um, but I think they're going to resurge not, it. I, well, they're going to resurge think, it for sure. They're going to try, but I think oh, for people, sure. I think enough people are awake, and I think the inflation and the monetary issues are going to be too much. And people are going to be like, "Nope, f you." So, I'm I'm more worried about my survival in this environment than yeah. your rules about this sickness. I think that's what's going to take over. I just finished writing the second part to uh, Patriarch's Vision. So I put out Purging Feminism uh, last March in 2020, and I called something like this happening. I said, there's there's a precipice coming up that we don't know what's going to happen. And I clarified a little more, you know, in the introduction to this book. I'm like, you know, I didn't predict exactly what was going to happen with COVID. I thought it was going to be something more real. But this is beautiful. But I think what they're going to push for now is this. I think we're going to see a threefold event. I think we're going to see a push for a civil war, a world war, and I think uh, we're going to see an economic oh, they, collapse. I think we're going to get an economic for, collapse first, then we're going to see a civil war, then we're going to have a world war to try to get us out of They've, they've been hoping so hard for somebody on the on the right to do something yeah. violent. Yeah, they, they're just absolutely. Waiting, waiting for it to happen. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It, it's to the Don't point it, that guys. nothing's Don't happening at their right now. Do it's not to the act point out. that they're sitting wait. <laughs> they, they're they pushing for it so act. hard. Yeah. But they would love it because that would, oh, look at, we have all this terrorist people to work out, worry about. They're going to come for the guns. They're going to lock things down. But like, I don't know. It's not going to happen. They're going to try to false flag it, maybe. But like, mm-hmm. well, you saw that, that bomb uh, that they did in Washington, D.C., right? Yeah. It's like, th- what the hell? And then that, I think that was one away, even before. That went away pretty quick, though. Yeah, because it was like, there was they got memory hold. Something went yeah, wrong. Yeah, for sure. Somebody for sure. Somebody was in the right place. And I had so many people too hitting me up. They're like, "Hey, man, what do you think about this whole thing with Afghanistan? All that other stuff? Blah 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 blah." I had to do a little quick video on that. I came back on YouTube's for that and started talking about that stuff. But I was just like, you know what? I th- we should have been out of there a long time ago. We should we shouldn't have never had a twenty year war in that environment. It, it well, was we ridiculous, were- but. We were, we the were problem is taking money from stealing money from people. They were they're stealing money from Americans and and uh, they were getting uh, a bunch of uh, uh, drugs from 
the opium. Yep. Yeah. We were opium getting, we were and, the opium. And wash, washing money, mm-hmm. uh, probably trafficking people, drugs, <laughs> drugs, and money. the uh, and the Sets. lithium up by China. That's what yep. we were getting out of the fucking uh, what's it called? So it's like that's what the twenty year thing was. The yep. thing that I bit, the thing that pissed me off the most was how we withdrew though, and we left behind all of our assets. And then, a lot of that, a lot of that, I think, was uh, woke incompetence because a lot of woke people took high level positions. And that's part of it. Yeah, I think there's an even deeper thing than that, though. We did the same thing in Iraq, and then the next thing you know, ISIS pops up, and they're going into Syria, mm. and they're threatening the the oil lines and all that stuff. So now that gave us uh, intervention to go into Syria. This is the same thing. Now, how do you keep the war on terror going and keep the fucking war machine spinning? Oh, we have a new threat, ISIS K. And then you see a marketing to women right now. Oh, do you see this? The Taliban's in control. Do you see what they're doing? They're not putting women in there. What do you think about women's education? All this stuff. They're trying to push it to the libs now of like, we need to go in there and liberate the women. ISIS K. Who, who's going ISIS in? K. Unless, unless they got yeah. the robots ready. Like, yeah, no kidding. The new, the new purple haired, you know, gender fluid <laughs> soldiers going in to fight. Nope. Like, how many people are getting, how many people do you know from the military who are getting kicked out now because they don't want to get the jab? Right. I think they have, uh, they have, I forgot what the number is. This is the the biggest, I think this is the biggest uh, thing waking people up is the fact that there are mass amounts of medical professionals who are refusing to get the jab and losing their Mm -hmm. job. And they're going to replace, they're going to replace them with, with uh, uh, national guardsmen, national guardsmen. So like crazy, it's such an, it's such a health epidemic and such a risk. And this, this jab is so good for you, but the, these health professionals still don't want to do it. Must be Trump supporters. Good riddance. Right. Bring in the National right. Guard. Like, it's ridiculous. I think people can see through that garbage. The fact that they need to promote and market and advertise this as hard as they're promoting and advertising, it just goes to show that this isn't even a real situation. Yeah. It's, it's the economic collapse we've been talking about for the last 10, 12 years. Mm-hmm. Buy Bitcoin. Fuck. It Agreed. is like you can't just keep printing money. You can't you can't just keep loaning out and debting everybody. Like Ron Paul was right. Ron I know. Paul was right a long time ago. You can't do I this. Know. You need sound money. And uh, I think that's all this is. They're they're prepping us for the collapse, and they would rather have us all. Um, they'd rather have us all registered in some kind of massive register and, mm-hmm. and located and somewhere they can keep us under control because if. You know, we go Mad Max, like what's going to happen? Like those rich people aren't going to be safe for very long. Agreed. Like, their money's not going to be worth anything. Who's going to protect Agreed. them? Why, mm-hmm. why, why is their security guards going to protect them when they could just turn around, shoot them and take their shot, shit and live in their house? Exactly. It's like if, if money doesn't mean anything, then, then your guys you're paying to protect you aren't going to protect you anymore. Where we're headed, I think. Hey, you know what? Let's let's wipe it clean. <laughs> let's wipe it clean. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, dude, we, you and I personally have been talking about this stuff for three years. When we started talking, this is exactly what we're talking about. I was like, get start getting prepared for this shit, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's one of the things I'm looking at this week is uh, like. It's, freeze-dried foods and stuff like that. See if I can get like six months of protein to store somewhere. Absolutely. That's a good call. Uh, 
canned chicken is not a bad idea. Um, even though that doesn't taste too bad, I know tuna could get pretty uh, annoying after a little while. You got a deep freezer? I've, I've had uh, no deep freezer, but like no, they have. I've looked it up. There's uh, there's some th there's some companies that sell you know uh, non-perishable like protein. They're basically freeze-dried stuff, okay. and that'll last years. I'm gonna hit you up for that because that's my biggest problem with like MREs and stuff like that. Like, uh, yeah. uh, what is it, food for patriots? Or patriots, something like that. All of yeah, it, it's rice that. and fucking alfredo, yeah. you know, pasta and shit like that. I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. you guys are gonna yeah, I found, get. Fast I gotta say, I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what the group was, but there was one that had like you could just buy the packs of protein. So you get the chicken yeah. or the beef or whatever protein. So you didn't have to get like the fucking macaroni mix or whatever. Yeah. I'll hit you up in the uh, all, of Twitter. That's to all I'd want is. is that and then For sure. find somebody to get some chickens from. Yeah. Then it'd be Just good. eat eggs and all that stuff and yeah. rock and roll that way. Kick ass, dude. Awesome. Speaking of protein, I got some steaks I got to go eat right now. So. All right. Nice. Well, yeah. it was good talking to you. Thanks for dude, popping Dude, super in. good chat. Absolutely. Good luck with you, buddy. I'll talk to you later. Right, man. Yeah. See ya. Check you later. Awesome, guys. All right. We got another question here uh, from this is double O. Say, Any tips for lingering, lingering injuries? I have slightly ongoing knee injury uh, for about a year. Not truly enough to see a doctor, but I'm unsure what's reasonable. Man, that's a tough one to do just online. If you've been bothered by something for a year, I would go see a physical therapist. Maybe not see a doctor, but I would see a sports therapist because he's going to figure out what kind of movements or what you're doing. You have an imbalance somewhere that's that's probably causing the pain. Uh, maybe you have some scar tissue and you need some need some massage work or, or something, some Graston's type therapy rub outs. Uh, but that's what I would do. Maybe don't go to the doctor, see if you can get it covered for your insurance, whatever. But I would go, I would go and look and talk to a physical therapist, somebody, somebody who's good with movement and pain. Right. All right, Adam legend. I appreciate it. It's two legends, two legend calls in one Joe. Awesome. Thank you. I wish one of those judges would have had his head out his ass with that performance. It was. It was masterful. It kind of it broke my heart a little bit. It was a great performance. I was really prepared for that. And it just goes to show you guys, you don't deserve anything. Nobody deserves anything. <laughs> you could you could work the hardest, be the best, do everything right, and it still doesn't turn out right. You just have to keep on keeping on. <laughs> That's just the way it works. You don't deserve anything. They won't put up. <clears throat> they won't put up a mask in four way, and I hope not. I hope not. Ha. Vincent's phone overheated. No problem. It was good to hear from you. Rotator tough injuries can be bad. I, I partially tore my supraspinatus and that was that was painful that was painful you just got to build back man you just got to build those things back and that's one of the things with your shoulder is a lot of times you end up you do a lot of the big muscle stuff and the big heavy lifts and you're not doing the little stuff and you got to do the little stuff to make sure all the supports there 
it's not enough just to do the big delts and the other big muscles. You got to get the, all the all the muscles in your uh, rotator cuff. Also, they may not get you the girls, but they'll keep you healthy. <laughs> Yeah, that is military other. Yeah, two weeks mandatory uh, quarantine in Australia. It's wild. I think um, Canada's doing that crap also. Biden, Biden has got one foot in the grave. He's not gonna, he's not gonna make it. Kamala is a monster. I don't want anything to do with Kamala. I hope Joe Biden survives, just hangs on. I hope he just hangs on until his presidency is, is up and we got another election cycle coming through and they got to decide to, to run uh, uh, Joe, the almost corpse, over Kamala. They got to make that decision or they got to make the decision of him stepping down and not running again and then rerunning and running Kamala and see how she does. because. If he lives to the end of his term, like she's not getting in. People don't like her. They're not going to vote for her. Dun, dun, dun. People are fed up. Yeah, man, you're not wrong. Um, if I if I would have won, they would have given me the nod on that fight. There's no doubt in my mind that I would have beaten Lima, and I would have I would have been the tournament champ, million dollars richer, and maybe could have defended the belt one more time, lost to Amazov, whatever, fought him, yeah. And honestly, like, I think it screws Bellator over the most. <laughs> they would have had a great storyline. They would have had something to push. I think. That would have made things really exciting for a little while at that weight class, especially. I think they blew it, man. I think the judges. I don't know. I don't know what happened, man. That's such a. It's such a shitty thing. It's so shitty. I. Sh I, I won that fight. You know what? In the the BJ Penn fight too. Like I won that fight. That that fight was a win that should have led to me fighting. GSP later that that year that summer. That's two. Two times, like, my life completely diverted into a different direction because a judge's fuck up. It's life, man. Is life. Deal with it. <laughs> yes, they pretend to work. They pretend to, We pretend to work. They pretend to pay us. That's where we're headed. I think, yeah. I think they do that sometimes here already. Like, they did some street patch job that was like totally unnecessary and they just took a day to do it. I'm like, they're just doing this to pay people. They have no reason to do it. Apocalypse is coming. It's been a slow roll to the apocalypse. It's been a very slow roll. Knee injury sucks. All all nagging injuries that last a long time they suck, man. But if it's been going on for a year, you need to you need to talk to somebody. I would I would say a physical therapist. Um, there are some guys on 
Instagram and other places who do physical therapy work and they put up videos and talk about different types of injuries and stuff, you might be able to find something from one of those guys. But again, you're not going to get as far <laughs> with information online as you are with a coach. Okay, that's also one of the reasons why I'm here. It's somebody talking about the course, Unfuck Yourself course. Well, that's that's what I'm doing with the consoles. I, I'm maybe going to put it together a program that'll be like an eight-week eight week program, and I help you unfuck yourself. And we will take you from fat, weak, out of shape, afraid to talk to girls, got a shitty job, no money, and try to build you into a better life. I think that's that'll be something that we're looking to do more of. DM, slide in the DMs, uh, email yo at johnfish.net. I'm available, guys. I have not, I don't think I've uh, heard of Iron Wolf. I don't know what's up with Iron Wolf. Call in and talk to us about it. Ask a question. Awesome. We got a good one here, guys. John, your wake up Bible has helped me greatly. I'm I'm glad, glad to hear that, man. Like a simple meal plan and you stick to it. I've been on the same meal plan since 2016. I made some slight adjustments. But dude, like eating on a scheduled time frame, it saves you time, saves you money, and it gets you looking jacked. Looks it gets you looking fucking awesome, dude. Like it, it's uh, so much better than the way I used to eat, the way I used to do things. Physical therapy, calisthenics, stretching out, that type of stuff is good. Even uh, some hot yoga sometimes can be good. Kamala is a monster. Kamala would be another puppet, but she would be so much more annoying. You, you should be so annoying and just, ugh. Every time you hear a talk, you would just want to punch yourself in the face, I think. All right, here we go. Uh, Brandon, what's up, man? You could have called in. I have the link in the in the chat. It says, hey, John, fan of what you uh, contributed to MMA, could you give some advice for someone trying to make fitness a lifestyle? How do you build that? discipline to stay committed, especially after injuries. The best thing that you can do that I have suggested before is scheduling, you know, scheduling, set your schedule, set it up. This is time I do this, this time I do that and stick to it. You just have to do it. It doesn't matter how you feel about it or feel that day. Something sore, go to the gym anyways, just go and work something else. Oh, my shoulder has been bothering me. Okay. Well, Work on your calves. Work on your calves and do some leg curls. Do something that doesn't bother your shoulder. Even with MMA, what I was doing was if I got an injury, I would work everything else I could work. I, I remember I tore like a, a combiner tear of like a pec muscle, right? I hurt like hell, and it took about maybe four or five weeks to – heal from it. I could have just sat out and not done anything, but we you know when it was time for MMA training, I uh, hit the bag, kicked the bag with my good arm and my good legs. I could, I could have this strapped to my 
chest, not use the arm, work on jabs, work on hooks, work on leg kicks, work on that stuff. That's what I did. Um, it's just something you have to do. You have to make the effort to get it done. And those schedules help a lot because it's like, okay, I even though I'm hurt, I still I still have to go to the gym and talk. I'll go to the gym, talk to people, I'll help coach. I'll, I'll do whatever. I'll learn. That way you're forced to be in that cycle. You're forced into those habits. One of the other things you can do is uh, something I suggest people to do first. <clears throat> Dogs barking outside. Is look for things to eliminate. Look for things to eliminate uh, from your life that you don't need. Okay, so I felt like I was not moving forward as fast as I wanted to with a lot of things uh, beginning of the summer. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna cut off uh, the weed and the the booze, and you know, uh, I cut it out like 97% for about three months uh, to focus, and um, it helped a little bit, but ultimately, I I, I can tell that. Um, it didn't do that much. It didn't do that much. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to introduce it a little bit again. Um, but you don't know if something's holding you back until you cut it out and you see. So I would suggest, do I need, do I need this in my life? Do I need to spend this much time, you know, like cut out the porn? That's one thing you can do right away. That's pretty easy. You don't need that in your life. If you're not having sex with somebody, get rid of the porn, right? <laughs> Replace that time with, with with workouts or something scheduled or writing or something positive, talking to girls, having actual sex. Those are all all way better. Focus on that type of stuff. Um, but yeah, injuries are a real tough one. When you get injured, I think the the schedules help a lot also because you don't want to step too far away from your usual routine because you end up getting depressed. So a lot of times when I got injured and I had to stop going into the gym because I was injured, I didn't have to stop going into the gym. I just stopped going because like you, it's frustrating to go to the gym and not be able to do what you want to do. So you make the excuse up, well, I don't get to train the way I want to, so I'm just not going to go in. That's bad. It's stupid. Because you end up getting depressed. You end up getting lonely. You start breaking your routine and you start developing other routines that might not be healthy or good. And then you get stuck in those routines. So you're better off just going into the gym hurt and, and keep time, help other people, coach other people, or do the one thing you can do. If all you can do is throw push kicks because everything else hurts, then you need to throw push kicks. Go in and throw push kicks for two hours. That's all you need to do. And uh, you'll be better off for it physically, mentally, overall. Right. Yeah, motivation. This is beautifully said, Vincent. Motivation is a false god. Dedication is manhood. Scheduling will help with that because then there's no argument about what should I be doing right now? I don't know. Should I do this? Do I feel like doing this? I'm not very motivated to do this right now. No, it's like, okay, boom, it's 12 o'clock. This is time I go to the gym. Going to the gym. You don't, even, you don't even consider how you feel about it. You just do it. Do it and you show up. Like 90% of most workouts are freaking showing up. Okay? Like you just walk into the gym. You just get there. And you're gonna have a better, you're gonna, you're gonna have a good workout probably. Even if you don't have a good workout, it's better than not going in at all and not having any workout. Okay, just show up. And this man, I, I learned this in college. You know, I got injured, I couldn't go in, I got depressed, so I started going and just watching practice. Um, 
it made it better. Like it sucked to sit there and not be able to take part, but like it, it reminded me of like what I needed to get healthy for, what I wanted to do with myself. And I got to hang out with my friends and see my friends and teammates on a more regular basis. Cause like when I got hurt, I hurt my knee, uh, the second half of the season, you know, it was like in January, I got hurt, uh, Purdue and, you know, there's a few weeks where I didn't, I didn't go into the, the, the practices at all. I was just at home with my foot up and going to classes. And it was depressing and it sucked uh, because you're just not around the people you want to be around. You're not, you're not focused on the things you want to be focused on. So, like, just fo- forcing myself to stay on schedule and go to those workouts anyways to watch. Even if I left a little bit earlier or I showed up a little bit late, I just made sure I was there, made sure I showed up and checked in. It was the best thing I could have done. All right. Seth Thomas says, okay, dedication, daily routine, don't stop over pain, work around, great advice, John. Awesome. I'm glad that you uh, found some value in that. Uh, Chick Kid, or Chai Kid, from Chicago, I'm guessing. If you are, uh, sorry, I was going with that. I see I got a Gumroad download. Somebody just downloaded the uh, strength training resistance band course. Somebody's getting jacked. Somebody's going to start getting jacked, guys. Um, Chai Kid says, do you agree that John Jones won't fight anymore knowing that Francis and Cyril will destroy him? No, I don't think so at all. It's dumb. As a fighter, you never think that anybody's going to destroy you. If you're a fighter, you think you beat anybody. Like you won't, you don't, you will never come to championship level if if you're afraid to fight somebody. It's never gonna happen. I don't think it has anything to do with him being afraid to fight anybody. Uh, he knows his value and he wants to get paid. He wants to make the money. Why? Why shouldn't he? He could leave MMA right now, take a boxing fight, and probably make more money in that one boxing fight than he's ever made in in MMA in one fight, maybe combined. Like, seriously, like he could fight some cruiserweight or somebody. He could fight heavyweight boxer. You don't think people would pay enough money to where he would make $15, $25 million? Really? I, he could fight a bum on Trilla and he would make $15 million because he's freaking John Jones. He's the ticket. He's what people want to see. It has nothing to do with the promotion. Um, it has nothing to do with him being scared, scared. He wants to get paid. He knows his worth. Why am I going to get brain damage? Why am I going to get beat up? Why am I going to maybe get embarrassed while standing in my underwear in front of all these people who don't really give a shit about me? Not a single person who watches that fight are going to fucking be there for him if he gets brain damage or if he gets injured. Nobody's going to take care of him. Nobody's going to nobody's going to empty out his shit bucket when he's 60 and his body's effed and he's effed up. Nobody's going to do that for him. So, so why is he going to help these guys out and, like, give them this fight or whatever? For peanuts. Screw them. Screw Dana. Screw screw the UFC. Super chat in the house, Vincent. Thanks, buddy. Um, I didn't. I didn't. I, I follow uh, a number of the people on a number of the things on uh, Instagram, so I always see highlights. But I didn't, I didn't see any of the world's live. I'm always out of the loop, man. I don't, maybe I should, uh, okay, Google, Google alerts or something on that. I don't know. I'm always slow to find these things. 
awesome. I'm glad I could help, Brandon. Uh, I learned a lot of the scheduling from from college too, because we we had um, our time blocks for wrestling, and then our schedule got filled up throughout the day. And it's like, okay, well, I have to do this at this time. I have to do this at this time. I didn't like going to any of the classes. I hated almost all of them. I hated school. I went to college to wrestle, but like I had to do all this shit. I had to check all these boxes. I had to go all these classes in order to wrestle, and that's just the way it was. So I did it. Yep. Yeah, you get you get bummed, depressed. You don't want to be there, but you just you just got to do it. It's got to show up, man. Because it, it hurts more not to be there at all than it does to like, at least if you're showing up, like it's reminding you that you want to be there. <laughs> like, I want to do this stuff. I want to get better. I want to do these things. It's the way to do it. I saw this. I saw Bo Nickel had his first fight. I saw that. That was pretty cool. Um, it'll be interesting to see how he does. If he's, you guys got any contacts with him, he should reach out. I'd love to help a wrestler help them out too <laughs> all right guys we had some brave callers today excellent show excellent questions um i have a a free course another free course coming up it's gonna be an intro to self-defense way basic it may be i'm worried that it's too basic and people will laugh at me because how basic it is and stuff like somebody grabs your wrist what do you do somebody grabs your elbow what do you do um but I think it'll be a good intro. It's going to be free. And uh, you'll be able to get to it through the email list if you're on my email list. Uh, and I'll probably make it available on the Gumroad also, which gives me your email. And I'll put you on the list. So either way, sign up. Go to jobfish.net. Sign up for the email list. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do that right now. Uh, because I have a landing page for it. Uh, share with you guys. Okay. Thanks for your patience. There we go. And follow the link right there. And that will take you to a page where you can um, oh man, somebody's saying the mandates are for uh, checking my um, rock fan account. Somebody's saying that the mandates are uh, for public and private school. Oh no. That's not good. I need to I need to reach out to the boy's mother immediately about that. That's no, you know, that's awful. <sighs> Homeschool. Here we go. If she won't move, I'm move. All right, guys. But, uh, yeah, so uh, I got another course coming out maybe by the end of the week. I'm hoping by Wednesday and get everything edited. Uh, and then check out the social media because – I'll be making announcements about the class. I'm gonna do. A, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a. Uh, a class in uh, downtown San Jose. Self defense. Should be fun. 
And if you're interested in unfucking yourself, slide into the DMs. Uh, if there's interest, I'll definitely put together like a course. We'll do like an eight-week course where uh, you'll get to talk to me every week. You'll be able to text message, ask questions. I'll share workouts and um, uh, meal plans, things for you, make it easier for you. Uh, Rockfin is a new, it's new and it's, uh, it's getting better. Give it some time, give it some patience. Uh, they pay in crypto, they don't censor. So there's a lot of stuff to support them through their growing pains and stages, early stages now. Uh, give them a look. There's a lot of really great content on Rockfin for sure. That's where me and uh, Jason Burmis do a lot of our stuff for uh, mixed Mixed martial mindset. It's a tongue twister. All right, guys. Um, I'm going to uh, sing a song for our uh, our poor prison colony friends <clears throat> down under. Okay. Traveling in a fright out home be on a hippie trailer full of zombies. I met a strange lady. She made me nervous. She took me in and gave me breakfast. And she said, do you come from a land down under where women Australia, fight for your freedom. 
Let's go. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. DMs are open. Email, yo, jumpfish.net. Seminars, private lessons, online coaching. I'll check you guys later.